recognise you from the pictures. Society page, you know. And I'm Edward Vale, Eddie for short, on vacation and at your service. The girl smiled wanly. You know her father's break with Universal Electric, of his private experiments. I heard of the scrap and how he walked out on the outfit, but nothing further. Eddie thought grimly of how nearly he had come to losing his own job when David Shelton broke relations with his employers. He had been too enthusiastic in support of some of the older man's claims. "'It's been terrible,' the girl whispered. She clung nervously to his arm as he picked his way back to the road. "'The loneliness and all. No servants will stay out here now, and Father spends all of his time in the laboratory. Then this fear of the mechanical men. They haunt me. I—I I guess they've got me a little goofy.' Eddie laughed reassuringly. "'Perhaps.' he suggested. You'll let me help you? Your father, I believe, will remember me, and I'll be very glad to. No, no, the girl seemed frightened at the thought. I'm sure he wouldn't welcome you. He's changed greatly of late and is suspicious of everyone, even keeping things from me. But it's awfully nice of you to offer your assistance, and you've been a perfect peach to take care of me this way. I'd better go now. They'd reached the road, and Eddie looked uncertainly at his roadster. He hated to think of leaving the girl in this lonely spot. She was obviously in a state of extreme nervous tension and, to him, seemed pathetically helpless and afraid. "'That the house?' he asked, pointing in the direction of the gloomy old mansion, whose dilapidated gables were barely visible over the treetops. "'Yes,' the girl shivered and drew closer to him. The ensuing silence was broken by the slam of a door. His car. Eddie looked toward it in amazement. He was hearing things again. The spring sagged on the driver's side as if under the weight of a very heavy occupant, but the seat was empty. Then came the whine of the starter and the motor purred into life. The gears clashed sickeningly, and the car was jerked into the road with a violence that should have stripped the differential. He pulled the girl aside, just as it roared past and disappeared around a bend in a cloud of dust. The sound of the exhaust died away rapidly and left them staring into each other's eyes in awed silence. David Shelton was prowling around in the shrubbery when they approached the house, a furtive, unkempt creature whom Eddie would hardly have recognised. He straightened up and peered at his daughter's companion with obvious disapproval. Lena, he said severely, I've told you we want no visitors. Yes, Dad, I know, but Mr Vale's car was stolen out in front, and there's no way for him to go on. We must look after him. His car? Stolen? Who stole it? David Shelton drew close and glared suspiciously at his unwelcome visitor. One of your monsters, I think, she replied shakily, though we could see nothing. And the same thing attacked me and beat me. Look at my bruises. Shelton was examining the marks, and his fingers trembled as he touched his daughter's shoulder. He looked piteously into her eyes. Are you sure, Lena? Sure? Did you see it? No, no. But I felt and heard. The iron arms and the clamps and the buzzing. It was horrible. The girl's voice rose hysterically. Oh, Lord, what have I done? groaned Shelton. It's true, then, Lena. Listen, I've succeeded in making them invisible, and one got away this morning, but I thought... I thought... He looked at Eddie, remembering his presence suddenly. But I'm talking too much. 
"'It seems to me I remember having seen you before, young man.' "'You have, sir,' Eddie stated, "'in the research laboratory of Universal Electric. "'I work with boredom.' "'They sent you to find me?' Sheldon stiffened perceptibly. "'Indeed not, sir. "'I'm on vacation, and was merely passing by "'when I saw your daughter in danger, "'a danger I still do not understand.' "'Yes, and he helped me to the road.' Lena interposed, and then lost his car at the hands of... Silence. The father thundered, but his eyes fell before the fire that instantly flashed in those of the girl. Now you listen to me, she returned angrily. I've stayed on here with you until I'm nearly crazy with your everlasting puttering and experimenting, hearing your uncanny machines walking around in the middle of the night, seeing impossible sights. Then this thing I couldn't see but could feel and you've gotten into such a state that you'll go crazy yourself if you continue. Something's got to be done, I think.